going to turn things back over to the garden guru himself, Mark Weber, for hour two of this morning's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. You got rid of the mister. I did. <laughs> I caught myself there. I almost did it again. It's really okay. It's really okay. <laughs> it's really okay. So what's what's the greatest thing your mom ever did for you? Um, How much time you got? <laughs> no, pick seriously. Out one, pick, out, pick out one thing your if, mom did for you. If I had to pick out one thing my mom did for me, uh, probably tolerate me yeah. over, all these, over all these many years. I know she's, she's probably listening now, but um, yeah. honestly, if I, had to, oh, if I had to pick out one thing, that's the first thing that comes to mind, but I'm sure if we, uh, that would be a lengthy discussion. <laughs> okay. Very good. Well, folks, I want to hear from you this hour. What has your mom done for you on AM on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton News and Talk? The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we roll into hour number two of the three-hour edition of Garden Talk with Mark Weber on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton News and Talk. We would love to hear from you today as we begin this morning's broadcast. And in studio, we are joined by the one and only Mr. Jesse Mack. How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? You know, we went a whole week without... The monsoon season. Torrential rain, yeah. <laughs> Things have begun to dry out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? I mean, I've been saying it all spring. I know it's it's pretty wet in some places, but this is just good weather. I mean, this is good spring weather. Yeah. Well, we were, right now we're at 380 growing degree days as of this moment in time, um, which, quite frankly, historically, we're right on track. Yeah. I feel like we're not we're not we're not deficient. Yeah. We're not over the average. Mm -hmm. We're just wet. But I read some statistics about April. They said we had nearly a foot of rain in April. Where? It's the greater Cincinnati area. Oh, maybe so down there. Yeah. Yeah. It's wet. <laughs> yeah, it's just everybody gets a turn at being the bullseye. But nobody's the bullseye all the time. Right. Because we had Mercer County that... I think they started to build arcs up there because they thought it was just this is going to be an awful. But it's it stopped yeah. and then it moved down towards Dayton and we got you know three inches in a couple of days or whatever. But then it moved to Cincinnati and you know they get whatever. Yeah. So it's like, what? Do you, I, this is spring, man. This is what we signed up for. <laughs> this is exactly. Well, people what say we I expected. never signed up for anything. Yeah. <laughs> so tell tell us a little bit about long term what we're looking at here for the next five days. So we got a trough that's developing. That's when the jet stream pretty much dips down okay. and it brings cooler air in. So we got temperatures this morning uh, that have dropped down into the 30s in places to the north. Mm -hmm. um, and we're, I think Dayton's right around the lower 40s at the coolest point this morning. But uh, the cool air kind of sticks around, gives us that gloomy, cloudy, chance of showers kind of feel uh, for to later today, tomorrow, and a bit into Monday. And then we dry out once again for Tuesday. But this isn't like widespread. Nobody's going to see an inch of rain out of this or anything. Just typical spring showers and, and things should be all good. As we go later into the week, we'll warm back up and get closer to 70 degrees. So it's important for our listeners to realize something is that this is a drying pattern. Mm -hmm. Would that be correct? Um, correct? Well, we're out. We're, no, we're out of a drying pattern. We just left a drying pattern. Okay. Um, that was a ridge. Okay. And a trough is where you kind of get those spin-ups and you know just kind of clouds form it's it's all right uh, so it's like sp sporadic showers yeah just uh, i mean you can have a trough can pair up with uh things at the surface that create severe weather but that's not it just a trough just think rain so so rain and cold so the next five days how much rain should we expect next five days hmm i'd say between uh quarter three quarters oh of an inch yeah okay just because there's a chance this evening tonight tomorrow monday mm -hmm. dry tuesday 
does that take us into Wednesday? Maybe I'll lean lower, a quarter to four tenths. Okay. Something like that. But it's going to be hit and miss. Is that correct? Yeah. This okay. isn't one thing where I'm like, uh, you're going to see more to the north, more to the south. It's just kind of scattered and randomized. Okay. With these. The reason I ask that, the reason I'm trying to lay that down for foundation is, is that for a lot of people out there that sow grass seed, grass seed has come up beautifully with the monsoon season. Mm -hmm. But what this means, though, is that as it continues to dry out, that seed is going to need some water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. You may need, and I know it's hard to believe after all the rain we had, <laughs> but that grass seed is going to need some supplemental water to maintain its vigor. And the other thing that with the amount of rain that we had over the last 30 plus days, um, we have a lot of nutritional deficiencies showing up in soils mm -hmm. that weren't properly fertilized in the first place. So we need to be on the lookout for that because that could give us lots of plant disease issues as we get later on into the summer. Mm -hmm. um, and that's the, the other thing is the other thing is that I wanted to tell everybody that bluegrass billbug just hatched out this morning, according to that is a very uh, interesting insect that will chew your grass blades off. Huh. Uh huh. So, are signs with them pretty obvious? If uh, in the lawn you can or? get some widespread browning of the lawn. Okay. Uh, now, it all depends on how warm it gets. If it stays cool and damp, it may not be an issue, but if we turn kind of hot and dry, it may show up in lawns in pretty high proportional. Um, levels and mm -hmm. in, in, in that in that regard the extended outlook as in weeks and months looks very normal there's there's not like a not yet at least there's not any strong lean towards hot or cold or rain or dry just everything i mean i feel like you could get away with saying and people might argue but you could get away with saying spring has been very normal <laughs> right I, I know there's been hot spots but um, well you know what fascinates me is people complaining it's too cold that's funny because to me, <laughs> Cause to me I think this weather is delightful. Yeah, I, I personally like these 40-degree mornings. I, I would rather work in weather like this than when it's 95 oh, sure. outside and boiling hot. Yeah, i got to take down my chimney today, so this is this is amazing. This is great weather to work outside and do stuff for in, sure. in, in the landscape. Thanks for stopping by, Yeah, and uh, it's good to see you. Good and to see you, too. We'll see you next week. Take it easy. All right, take care. 457-1290 is the number of the call. On 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News Talk. Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Larry in Springfield. Larry in Springfield, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, just great. I, I saw that aircraft fly over that you were talking about earlier. Oh, did you? Good. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ruined a beautiful sunrise. Yeah, it, it, like I said, it's such a beautiful blue sky. I looked up, there's a jet went right down the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. How can I help well, you, anyway, sir? I'm planting hospice. Oh, great. And I finally talked the wife into doing this. We've got a lot of uh, trees here on the property. As a matter of fact, the individual that uh, built the house, uh, I think he's got one of every kind of tree that ever existed on this property. Cool. But uh, I want to put them underneath pine trees. Okay. Is that is that a good thing? Yeah, a couple different things. Um, hostas are so diverse, um, and I mean diverse. Um, this is a plant that, um, for all intents and purposes, it's a shade-loving plant. And, and, and it's a plant that you, we grow it for its foliage. Um, and its foliage can be green. It can be variegated green and white. It can be gold. It can be blue. It can be variegated blue and gold. I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on about all the different types of, you know, color with hostas. You can have hostas. I planted one last night it was just a baby and uh the name escapes me but it's reportedly this is a hostage will get seven feet wide Whoa. <laughs> i mean i mean and um i mean i i i tend as a human human being like to like plants with big leaves and big foliage you know um so i tend to be drawn to big leafed plants 
So, but in my case, my hosta garden was a part of my landscape that I planted, you know, 16 plus years ago. And it's, it's basically was originally for my design, I wanted to create a hammock. Um, hammocks are these ecosystems where you have all these different species of trees that their canopies interwoven and it creates a very shady place that's very quiet, but I designed it so that it, it's got an opening in the north uh, west corner of it. And the idea is that you get these breezes that go through it. So in the summer, even if it's 90 degrees, it'll be 85 under this hammock. Does that make sense? Yep. Well, so now that the part of the hammock where there was an opening at is now closed because of the tree canopy, um, I went ahead this spring and I have planted a boatload of these big leafed hostas. And I've started a big giant hosta collection of different species that I've collected all over the United States. And, um, and that's what my hosta project has been. And, 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 and basically, um, um, if, if you, the biggest enemy of hosta are deer, and I don't have a deer problem because I have 90-plus pound wimey iners that will chase them away. <laughs> and, I, and, I have, and I have a fence around my property that will make it hard for the deer to enter my property. So deer are my biggest challenge, and that's one of the reasons why I decided to go with Hosta, build this giant Hosta garden that I've in the midst of still got a lot of work to do left on it, but it's going to turn out beautiful. So, well, we went to a, a yard sale yesterday. Mm -hmm. And they had a bunch of hosta there. And the woman, these things are already about a foot and a half tall. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you get a five-gallon plant, four for $10, you have a tendency of buying them. Okay. And we bought them. We're going to plant them today. My p biggest problem is, do I build up like a raised bed around these? No, pine no. Trees? They, they, it, it, first of all, you'll hurt the pine trees. Okay, the last okay. thing you want to do is hurt the pine trees. Um, all right. Do they have a lot of lower branches, or are the branches dead or gone on the lower end of it? They're gone. Okay. So basically, you, what you're going to have to figure out though is what the maximum size of these varieties of hosta are. Because you've got some that it don't get, don't get any bigger than six inches wide, and there's some, like I said before, get seven feet wide. So depending on what varieties that you got, you know, there's over 6,100 different registered and named varieties of hosta. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to scare you, but that's a reality that you've got to think about on this because this is, you know, if you crowd them too far close together, you're going to have a problem with them not doing very well. So I would well, I would try to do a little research about what varieties you have. Right. And then make your spacing. And the other thing is, is plant them in groves. And what I mean is plant them in groups of threes, fives, and sevens. How far apart? It depends on the variety. <laughs> it's like I said, well, the there again, uh, these are big leaf. Okay, but what I'm saying is what I would do is if, if you go like to the – um, America Hosta Society's website. Right. Uh, and just like I said, AmericanHostaSociety.org. They have a lot of photographs and different types of hostas. And you can kind of look at there and kind of get a clue to where you're going. Okay. Uh, and, then, and then from there, but plant them in groves. Like I said, plant them in groups of threes and fives and sevens. But then intermix the different leaf types so like what i did was i used blue as the vein of my hosta garden and then i right. blended in big leafed yellow leafed ones and big leafed variegated ones and big leaf um uh, blue and gold ones to create this look that when you look across it now you see all these all these layers of color well that's what we want yeah is so it's a tremendous amount of collar, but we're put, putting them out there underneath the pine trees, yeah. which gets uh, a little bit of sun in the morning and probably two to three hours for the sun in the afternoon. And I go back to what I said. Plant them in groves. Plant them in groves. 
platinum in groups and so that they blend together. And by blending together, you get that variation of color. Good luck, Larry. Enjoy your hostas, okay? Hey, I've got something to add to the guy that uh, had some uh, issues with invasive plants. Okay. Okay. Tell people that the the U plant that everybody uses for hedges, highly toxic. It is, it is toxic, yes. And I'm a uh, woodworker, and there was a guy reported here not too long ago that built a beer stein out of you, and he died. I can only imagine. Sir, thanks for your call. Be safe out there. Enjoy your hostas. Let's head to the telephone lines, and let's go talk to Joe. Joe, good morning. Joe? Oh, hello. Good morning, Joe. Happy uh, Happy Mother's Day weekend to you and yours. How can we help you, sir? Uh, I've got some car, carpathia walnut. It's English walnut. Yep. And I need to know what kind of fertilizer, what mixture I need to put on those things to make them produce and grow. Well, I think first thing we need to tell you is the last thing you should do is fertilize a plant without a soil test. Okay, and it, let me explain it, why. Did Joe, did you know, did you know that 70% of the nitrogen that that Carpathian walnut generates and generates and makes every year, that tree retains to use the following year? And no, you I did, didn't did, know and, that. And, and did you know, Joe, but Joe, my, my point is, if you over-fertilize it, okay, with too much nitrogen, It'll actually shut down the plant's ability to use other nutrients, and it will also cause it to have a toxicity issue. So you don't, so don't are, fertilize. Are you telling me not to fertilize? I'm telling you not to fertilize unless you have a soil test that tells you to fertilize. Oh, okay. And the other thing is, is it very well may be. So what your motivation is is try to get it to bear the bare nuts, right? Right. Okay. It may be two things. How old's the tree? Well, I've got two of them that are probably uh, 20 years old. Okay. And I've, I've got about 20 more of them that are just juvenile. They're uh, anywhere from three to six, three to seven foot tall. Okay. Okay. Well, a couple a couple different things is um, Carpathian walnut typically, I think, starts to bear nuts when it gets about seven to eight years of age. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the two, the two uh, adults... They've bared for me a couple of times, and they uh, they they bared profusely. I had a lot of nuts on them, but then they didn't bear the next two weeks, the next two years. Yeah, and you will have, and a lot of times, um, a lot of times, tree nut species have an have a, a real issue with alternate bearing. Meaning uh-huh. they'll bear heavy one year and not for another two years, and then another year. And the other okay. thing is that they bloom early in the spring. And a lot of times they're incredibly susceptible to frost, and frost will cause them to lose their nut nut crop. Okay, Mark, on that bloom, I, I shouldn't expect a, a nut for every bloom, should I? No. Okay. No. Because uh, no. sometimes when they're saying do bloom, they, they are just... Yeah, but they're, like I said, there are a lot of times what their big issue with nut production is directly yep. related to um, uh, frost in the spring. Okay. Good luck to you, sir. Happy gardening. Bye-bye. 457-1290 on 1290-957 WHIO Dayton News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Business owners and professionals face special challenges in divorce court. In addition to everything else going on, they have to contend with allegations that they are earning more than they are, coupled with claims on their business or practice itself. Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. An effective defense often hinges on sophisticated strategies, strategies relating to income tax projections, business valuations, spousal support claims. 
clients with assets depend on their divorce lawyer skills in these matters, and that's why it's so important to hire someone that has those skills. The attorneys at Cordell & Cordell work to help men protect their financial interests. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Dayton area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 937-887-0000, online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. Office in Beaver Creek, Cordell & Cordell, 2689 Commons Boulevard, Suite 100, Beaver Creek, Ohio, 45431. At Menards, nobody beats our prices, so you can save on all your landscaping needs. Prevent damage to trees, shrubs, and gardens with Messina Animal Stopper. It's easy to apply, won't damage plants, and lasts for up to 30 days. Choose from deer, small animal, dog and cat, squirrel, or rodent stopper. 32-ounce spray bottles are just $4.99 each after rebate. Plus, a Menards gift card is perfect for Mother's Day. Stop in and save through May 11th at Menards. Save big money at Menards. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Did you know that even if you choose cremation that you can still choose a traditional grave space and headstone? At David Cemetery, you and a loved one can place your cremations together on one space and provide your family a traditional final resting place. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. At Jeff Schmidt Auto Group, we have seven state-of-the-art service facilities. All seven locations have modern waiting areas with free amenities or drop off your car and drive off in one of our complimentary loaner vehicles. If you're too busy to come in on a weekday, schedule a Saturday appointment or use one of our 24-7 drop boxes. Your car will be taken care of by one of our certified technicians who are always kept up with the latest training. From an oil change to a major collision, come to Jeff Schmidt Auto Group and experience the advantage. No one really spends much time looking at your ceilings. Until, of course, a brown water stain appears and taints it. And like a catcher signaling the pitcher's mound, that spot is telling you something. Listen to your roof and trust Maxim Roofing for all your home and commercial needs. Why? Because Maxim Roofing is a nine-time winner of the prestigious Angie's List Super Service Award with three- and four-star warranties available and proud to be celebrating 20 years of service to the Miami Valley. Call 256-4240 or visit MaximRoofing.com. Open May 13th through December, the Air Force Museum Foundation presents a new exhibit, D-Day, Freedom from Above, as part of the D-Day events happening at the National Museum of the United States Air Force. For the first time, this event will be on display in the U.S., and it's the premiere of the Histopad, an interactive device that helps make the exhibit come to life. Use it to see inside aircraft, operate equipment, compare scenes to 1944, watch videos, and more. Celebrate the greatest generation for only $5. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. Quality name brand furniture for less? Yes! During the annual Springtime Sales Event going on now at Cedar Hill Furniture. The savings are in full bloom, so stop in now to save. At Cedar Hill Furniture, you're gonna love the change. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 7.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following this morning. Crews not finding anyone near a riverside pond. A relief to them, they say, after recent drownings around the Miami Valley area. Plus, Trotwood cops investigating shots fired into a house. We're looking at a dry start to the day today, but tracking rain moving in later. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic is looking all clear on those major freeways as well as the service streets. We're not seeing any major accidents or anything that's going to slow you down hitting the road this Saturday morning. It is our top story in Riverside. No one is found in or near a pond where suspicious activity was reported to cops and children's clothing was found nearby. This is a relief to searchers after several drownings in less than a month. This includes one in Eastwood Lake just this week. In mid-April, Chance Mills drowned at Lakeside Park in Dayton. Witnesses told Dayton police and fire crews they saw Mills struggling to swim. Because of the recent drowning, Smith says they were overly cautious. We're going to do our best to make sure there's nothing in that pond. 
WHIO's Monica Castro with Riverside Battalion Chief Sean Smith reporting. Now to Trotwood, where cops are looking for suspects after half a dozen bullets were fired into a house this weekend on Gunther Road, one of those bullets reportedly going through the front door. It's just sort of scary, though, when you live across the street and you hear that. This isn't the first time something like this has happened here. This same house was shot at last year. New Center 7's Kate Bartley says cops were also called there after someone was stabbed seven times. A sergeant from the Montgomery County 911's dispatch center has quit after an internal review found improper behavior connected to text messages sent to a 16-year-old who was job shadowing at the center. Sheriff Rob Streck said the investigation started when the teen's family voiced concerns of text messages sent by Sergeant James Johnson. The sheriff said the text message did not include pictures or videos, but were inappropriate. WHIO's John Tisdall says Johnson spent 19 years on patrol before getting promoted to regional dispatch. Let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist Jesse Mag. Starting off with sunshine this morning, but clouds waving in throughout the day. A bit chilly to start off as well. 43 degrees for the low temperature. We'll climb to a high of 64 with a chance for showers later today. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is all clear. Beautiful sunshine coming through our window now on South Main Street in Dayton for a beautiful morning this Saturday. 41 degrees in Troy. We're seeing 40 degrees in Springfield. 43 here in Dayton at 733. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Everybody is busy, but nobody should be too busy for mom. This is John from Norwood Garden Center. While every day should be Mother's Day, one day a year is extra special, and we can help. Blooming baskets, all moms love these. Maybe a hydrangea for the yard that blooms every year. A wind chime, garden lotion, specially designed hand tools. You know she loves her garden. Great gift ideas for great moms. It's a perfect match. Noah Garden Center in Beaver Creek, we're gardeners just like mom. Some plants deserve lots of attention. Roses, for example. Queen of the Garden, stately, picturesque, and oozing with royalty. This is John from Nolwood Garden Center. Some people believe roses are too finicky to grow. Maybe they just haven't met the right rose, and that's where we come in. We know which rose varieties do the best in Ohio gardens. Hoping you choose the right ones is where it begins. Fresh picked, fragrant bouquets is the result. Nolwood Garden Center in Beaver Creek, we're rose gardeners just like you. Favorite thing about my mom is she's very selfless. Personality mostly and her sense of humor. She's our support of our family, kind of the rock. She's one of the funniest people I know and she thinks so too. Well, I'm thankful I have her eyes. I think they're pretty gorgeous. She's definitely a very caring person. She means everything to me. This Mother's Day, let Elizabeth Diamond Company help you find the perfect gift for the woman who gives everything. Now through May 11th, great gifts start at just $99 including stacks, gemstone jewelry, necklaces, earrings, bracelets, fashion rings, and much more. Plus, there are huge savings store-wide, with your choice of up to 30% off or 48 months interest-free financing. And check out a very special collection from Frida Rothman, now through May 11th. I love my mom. I don't know what I would do without her sometimes, actually, still to this day. It's true. If you haven't shopped EDC this Mother's Day, you're not done shopping yet. Sim Trainer, the Dayton area's first indoor shooting range and firearms training center, is celebrating 15 years in business this month. We offer recreational and competitive shooting, individual and small group lessons, firearms training classes, including our award-winning First Shots program, the area's best concealed carry course, and a series of advanced handgun courses, which include shooting on the move and at moving targets, low light shooting, and spontaneous self-defense shooting, among other topics. Thinking about buying a gun? Try it before you buy it at Sim Trainer. We have many of the most popular handguns on the market in stock. Sim Trainer supports youth shooting initiatives by participating in the Scholastic Action Shooting Program, the Steel Challenge, and by offering youth shooting sports camps in the summer. Sim Trainer also sells firearms and ammo and shooting accessories. For more information, go to sim-trainer.com. Call the range at 293-3914 or stop by the range, which is located at 2031 Dryden Road in Moraine. Experience the Sim Trainer difference. 
One of the Miami Valley's favorite events is just days away. Soin LLC and Dayton International Festival Incorporated present the 46th annual A World Affair, Friday, May 17th through Sunday, May 19th at the Dayton Convention Center downtown. The largest international festival in Ohio with over 30 countries represented in food, dance, costume, and cultural exhibits. Discover the International Beer Passport on Friday night. Plus, the Kenya Safari Acrobats are back. Advanced discount tickets available from participating organizations and from area Kroger stores, Siebenthaler's Garden Center, Far Hills, La Lama Place in Yellow Springs, and all area AAA offices. Handicapped persons are admitted without charge Saturday from 11 to 1, and free admission for any active military, including National Guard with valid military ID. Friday, May 17th, 5 to 11, Saturday the 18th, 11 to 11, and Sunday the 19th, 11 to 6. Come experience a world affair at the Dayton Convention Center. Find out more at aworldafair.com. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Well, hello there, Mr. Weber. How you doing? I am having a wonderful, wonderful morning. It's got yeah. to see the sun come up, and uh, my blue sky got ruined with the with the big jet plane going right down the <laughs> middle of it. But other than that, that little white streak has kind of moved off to the east, and we got a beautiful blue sky, and uh, it's a gorgeous morning. It's 43 degrees Fahrenheit at the airport. Yeah. And uh, bluegrass billbug hatched out today, by the way. Yeah, you know what? I didn't realize that, but it uh, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, uh, this, us growing degree fanatics, we, we watch this, the growing degree calendar like like hawks. And, uh, in fact, uh, because today we have 380 growing degree degrees days, we are only 26 away from when Euonymus scale hatch out begins, which means... Those timely sprays are due at that juncture in time. And, uh, you know, Randy, some people just aren't happy at all. They seem to want to always got to be something to complain about with their lawn. And right now they're complaining that their, their bluegrass has turned seedy. Yeah, you know, and it, it just, just happens almost overnight. Uh, and, and this is a natural function of every grass species, actually. Uh, uh, every grass species tries to go to seed. To produce, uh, you know, uh, re- re- reproduce itself, and uh, and it just so happens that this is about the time, and and we're seeing it a lot this week, where bluegrass, especially bluegrass, right now is producing, uh, doing doing its best. Even though you're mowing it short, two or three inches or whatever, that little plant is just trying as hard as it can to produce a seed head, mm-hmm. and uh, and bluegrass can produce a very prolific seed head. Uh, and the the actual the plant the seed stock gets gets uh, it's, it's sort of a it is a stock it's uh, it's a hard little uh, hard little sort of a little tree that, that it tries to put that seed head up with and it doesn't mow very easy when you run your mower through the the bluegrass lawn that's trying to go to seed uh, you find that the the mower has a tough time cutting that that seed stock and uh, and the whole yard just looks uh, just looks horrible and a lot of people have been confusing uh, what's going on with the, the natural seed cycle with the plant for other problems with the yard. Uh, uh, some people are even, you know, worried that that's a sign of crabgrass or some horrible uh, plant coming up in their yard overnight. But it's just the uh, it's just a little plant trying to do what Mother Nature designed it to do and and go to seed. And, uh, and uh, that, that process, that plant will give up in about another two or three weeks, maybe four weeks, it will finally give up trying to trying to fight your lawnmower and keep throwing up a, a seed head and uh and you'll get your yard back to normal again in another oh two three four weeks but until then your yard especially if you've got a bluegrass yard uh is going to look a little goofy you know randy i i have to tell you um i i got a book uh, the other day and it talks about nutritional deficiencies in plants and how they become the gateway for a number of different diseases that yeah. affect affect plants. And I um, 
I was taken back by, I always knew that that was the case, but this book is, I think, like 400 pages in length, where these three scientists did all this analysis where they took you know, all the important 17 essential nutrients and they showed how when one nutrient, one nutrient was deficient, they listed out every single known pathogen that affected the, the, all the different groups of plants across the world. And what was fascinating to me was, was, was how potassium and phosphorus are, if they're not right, if they are at toxic levels or at sub, 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 um, what I'm trying to say is they're not at adequate levels within a plant. Yep. Yep. It is like a massive, uh, a, a, a deficiency that causes for massive attack of a number, particularly of pathogens. And when it came to plants in the grass group, it was monstrous. Yeah. Um, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, even 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 you and I, if we don't uh, if we don't take care of ourselves and uh, and 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 you know eat right and uh, and uh, do the right things, uh, you know our body will react uh, one way or the other. And that that little grass plant, uh, if uh, if it's got a either either too much of one thing or not enough of one thing, nitrogen, phosphorus, potash, and all the other micronutrients, if uh, if they aren't uh, if they aren't clicking along at the right speed, so to speak. Uh, uh, that little plant uh, is going to get sick, and, uh, and uh, I don't think it's probably any different than maybe you and I, I guess. But, yeah, uh, it but is. You're exactly right. And, and, and it goes, it, it, I guess the thing is, is it made me realize how so important it is about proper nutrition. It is um, paramount that um, we, we manage our nutrition in the landscape um, with an eagle eye. Because otherwise, um, it's just pure guesswork. And it makes me also realize that um, it, it's, a sad, it's a sad day when people kind of not to want to recognize that this is truly the way that it needs to be managed. I also want to talk about one other thing, too, Randy. Yeah, what? Yesterday, I was in my, working in my hosta garden. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I could smell something. Okay. <laughs> And uh, and you know Marcus who works with me, right? Yep. Marcus was giving me a helping hand, and I and Marcus says to me, "Mark, that smells like a synthetic oxen." <laughs> I said, "It does, doesn't it?" So I walk to the edge of my property, and the, and the winds are blowing like about fifteen to twenty miles an hour. And uh, certain lawn care companies applying broadleaf weed killer to my neighbor's yard. Okay, <laughs> and uh, so we had a discussion, and uh, the bottom line is, everybody, I want to say this: is read the label. If the label says not to apply under windy conditions, don't apply it, because you can damage people's plants. <laughs> no, you can. We've got to be careful of that even on the farm. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, we'll be trying to to put down just like you say a, a broadleaf weed killer, and uh, and uh, it. it for our turf, but uh, if there's a soybean field across the road, uh, you know that can uh, that can cause problems with the neighbors if you uh, if you aren't being uh, a good uh, steward of your of your pesticides. So very good, exactly, very good, sir. Listen, listen, Randy, have a great and glorious grass growing day. We will talk to you next week. Sounds good, Mark. Thank you. Take care, sir. Bye. You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. And uh, tell you what, um, Javon, let's go ahead and do, let's go into the garden kitchen.
You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is the fiddlehead. Now you go, what the devil is a fiddlehead? Well, the fiddlehead is the uncurled frond of the, it's the curled frond tip of a fern. And uh, there are different varieties of ferns that uh, have very edible parts. Now, I have to forewarn you, though, it's important that you know the species of fern before you um, choose it. Because certain ferns can be poisonous, and most importantly, they need to be cooked properly. Um, this, This type of plant has a very nutty kind of flavor to it. And it is delicious in many ways. I like to do it with some fresh ramps. And it's a great spring garden item that uh, is delicious. And a lot of times you can find wild ferns in the woods. But be sure that you know their identification when selecting and choosing them to eat with your spring meal. You've been into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457-1290. Here's the garden guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Are you listening to Garden Talk and enjoying it today? Great. Tell your friends and neighbors about it. Also, you can join us live for interactive chat. At GardenTalkBlog.com. That's GardenTalkBlog.com. It's the flagship uh, website for this radio show where all our documents and the things that we archive through the years is all put in there. And also, um, we have a cast of characters that join us every week at GardenTalkBlog.com. It's a live interactive chat. It's completely free. This requires you to do a quick email sign-up. Let's go to Kettering, and let's go talk to Tat. Tat, good morning. Good morning, sir. Happy Mother's Day to you, if it matters. Thank you. How can I help you? Well, I just moved my office, and I also moved my hostas from one building to another, and I understand that we have groundhogs at this building and that they do like to eat hostas. Is there anything I can do to prevent or discourage them? Oh, my goodness. You know... <laughs> It's always something, isn't it? I know. <laughs> um, do we know where the groundhogs? Do we know where the groundhogs live? <laughs> uh, yes, I understand they're trying to deal with them. However, they are a problem. Okay. Um, first thing I want to say is if, see if we can humanely trap them. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, you need to do it humanely. That's the first thing that's important. Um, there is some animal repellents out there that have some really good um, 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 ways to um, remove um, the taste from these from these wonderful plants. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, and um, I would begin with you could make your own. You go. Okay. Do you like uh, Cincinnati chili? Not really. Okay. The hot sauce from like places like Skyline Chili. Right. Has a lot of Tabasco in it. Okay. And basically you mix about four to five tablespoons of this hot sauce into about a half a gallon of water. Put just a little bit of um, um, dishwashing soap in there and you make your own little hot repellent. Uh, okay, and then what do you do? Just spray it on, put yeah, it on the roots, you, or what? You spray it on the leaves, so that when they bite into it, they get a mouthful of fire. There's another product out there that you can buy commercially as well, and it works really well. And it's called Ropel. Will you repeat that, please? R O P E L. Oh. And it's it's got a very strong hot kind of uh, heat to it as well. Super. Okay, does that help you? Let's hope. I hope they trap them. <laughs> oh, they, as, as I understand, they have done this before, but I have staff members that really think that they are adorable. No. I'm not one of them. <laughs> I, um. <laughs> I, I, a groundhog is nothing more than an oversized porcupine. Take care, Tat. Thank bye-bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye. 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. One of the Miami Valley's favorite events is just days away. Soin LLC and Dayton International Festival Incorporated present the 46th Annual A World Affair, Friday, May 17th through Sunday, May 19th at the Dayton Convention Center downtown. The largest international festival in Ohio with over 30 countries represented in food, dance, costume, and cultural exhibits. Discover the International Beer Passport on Friday night. Plus, the Kenya Safari Acrobats are back. Advanced discount tickets available from participating organizations and from area Kroger stores, Siebenthaler's Garden Center, Far Hills, La Lama Place in Yellow Springs, and all area AAA offices. Handicapped persons are admitted without charge Saturday from 11 to 1 and free admission for any active military, including National Guard with valid military ID. Friday, May 17th, 5 to 11, Saturday the 18th, 11 to 11, and Sunday the 19th, 11 to 6. Come experience a world affair at the Dayton Convention Center. Find out more at aworldafair.com. Hey, everybody. It's Nancy here with my great best good friend, Christian Hahn of Joseph Airport Toyota Hyundai. Now, I know I love my Highlander so very much, and I think folks should come and check out all the stuff you guys have to offer. We have great new cars. We have new Highlanders, new Ravs, new Sonatas, new Tucsons, and they're all located across from the airport. Very convenient. You can go online at josephairporttoyota.com or airhyundai.com. And in addition, 300 pre-owned cars, most with the lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you. May is going to be a big month. We have the selection. We have great pricing. We have the ease of doing business and the lifetime powertrain warranty at no cost to you. And I understand that you are pricing these vehicles to move. Yes, we're going to have a big sale. We want to sell down the cars. We have a lot of momentum this month, and we think it could be one of our biggest months ever. Because you know, I will say yes. Stockslager's is our name. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center invites you to celebrate our 60 years of growing during our annual Mother's Day sale. Choose a flowering basket for mom starting at only $9.99. Bedding geraniums, buy one pack, get another pack free. Give mom an elegant gift of roses. Choose from our large selection of three-gallon bushes. Stockslager's Mother's Day sale, now through Sunday, May 12th. One mile west of New Lebanon on US 35. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden. You know, even with the kids off to college, Susan is still their rock. And mine. Sure, we tell her she's special, but this Mother's Day, we're showing her. With fine jewelry from James Free Jewelers. With designers like David Yerman, Swiss timepieces including Omega, one-of-a-kind diamond jewelry, and more, James Free is the best place to find the perfect treasure for the mom in your life. Stop in at 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering or visit jamesfree.com today. No one really spends much time looking at your ceilings. Until, of course, a brown water stain appears and taints it. And like a catcher signaling the pitcher's mound, that spot is telling you something. Listen to your roof and trust Maxim Roofing for all your home and commercial needs. Why? Because Maxim Roofing is a nine-time winner of the prestigious Angie's List Super Service Award. With three and four-star warranties available and proud to be celebrating 20 years of service to the Miami Valley. Call 256-4240 or visit Maxim Roofing Cybersecurity is a scary term for a lot of businesses. It's unfamiliar, unpredictable, and can do severe damage to your business. So where do you start? Let the experts at Back to Business IT help you navigate your way to protecting your business. Avoid becoming a cyber statistic and lean on us to take that burden off your shoulders. Back to Business will develop a plan that fits your business and provides you peace of mind that your data is secure. Take action today and visit us at backtobusinessit.com. Take care of your business. We'll take care of your IT. Hi, I'm Tom Perry, owner of Long Cleaners. Having a partner like Farmers and Merchants Bank means they know me by name. That's why I trust the lending staff at Farmers and Merchants Bank. My loan officer is always eager to help me. Thanks, Tom. Unlike those bigger banks, we understand what it takes for small businesses to succeed. I'm Clint Morton with Farmers and Merchants Bank, and we have a cool offer for you. For a limited time, get a free Yeti cooler when you apply for and close a new business loan. Does your bank do that? 
Farmers and Merchants Bank, FDIC insured, equal housing lender. Announcing the 2019-2020 Premier Health Broadway Series at the Schuster Center. 12 Tony Awards, 9 Drama Desk Awards, 2 Ohio Premieres, and 1 Pulitzer Prize. Don't miss the 2018 Tony Award Best Revival, Once on This Island, and Best Scenic Design, The SpongeBob Musical, plus Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the 20th anniversary of Rent, Summer, the Donna Summer Musical, and The Return of Cats. Get season tickets now at TicketsetterStage.com. Gallery Home Furnishings is the home of fine Amish furniture made right here in Ohio. Treat yourself to the impeccable quality of our bedroom and dining room pieces, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, glider rockers, and much more. Gallery Home Furnishings, 600 South Main Street, Inglewood. Call Sales Point Realtors to sell your house. We're second-generation realtors in business for 65 years in the Miami Valley. Call Sales Point Realtors now at 435-SOLD. That's 435-SOLD. Springtime is here, which means the threat of severe weather. WHIO is the only radio station in the Miami Valley with meteorologists monitoring local weather 24-7. From Springfield to Kettering and from Piqua to Zinnia, keeping your family safe is our number one goal 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk Good morning everybody let's check out the updated weather forecast from New Center 7's Jesse Mack Sunshine this morning and cool temperatures. 43 degrees is where we'll start off, and we're clouding up as we go throughout the day. Chance for showers arriving later, especially into the evening hours. High temperature lifting to 64 degrees. Scattered showers tonight that will last into Mother's Day. High temperature for Mother's Day, only 59 degrees. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows clear skies. A gorgeous morning on tap on the station that you depend on. 1290-957 WHAO Dayton News and Talk. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. Let's jump to the telephone lines and uh, let's go talk to... uh, Harriet, Harriet, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I am well, and happy Mother's Day to you if it matters. And thank you very much. Um, And we listen to you every Saturday morning. (laughs) I am honored and blessed that you say that. Thank you. Okay. My problem is uh, we have a garden, and we try to grow cabbage and head lettuce, but we have an abundance of earwigs, them little pincher bugs. Yeah. And we don't want to use, we don't use insecticides or anything, and we're trying to come up with something so I can grow some cabbage. <laughs> well, earwings, uh, by the way, incidentally, are actually native to Europe. Um, they're not native to the United States. Um, uh-huh. They are um, a very interesting animal on many different fronts. Um, you know, one thing is, is they tend to like to live under boards and tree holes and decaying bark, or they like moist, dark places. Uh huh. Um, there are traps that are available that are using a board, what what they call a grooved board trap, and you basically set this trap out and t- tend to it daily or twice daily, uh, a week. And by shaking it, you can actually find them and crush them. <laughs> um, what you can do is go to GardenTalkBlog.com, and I'll put a link up for earwing control. Uh-huh. That you can get that information. There are some synthetic insecticides as well that are known to do a pretty good job against earwings. But uh, my sense is one of the problems may be some of the environment around the garden. So you, uh-huh. m- you might want to look at maybe if there's any wood piles or dense material that's causing it to be dark and wet. Mm-hmm. Um, you may have a really good chance at removing the earwings that way as well. Ma'am, thanks oh. for your call. Have a great weekend. And again, happy Mother's Day to you. And you too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 457-1290. Another hour of Garden Talk lies ahead. So do not let your gardening hearts go to trouble. We're going to have a What Plan I Am with uh, the third and final hour of Garden Talk. Plus, talk to Harvey about his cherries and rhubarb and talk to you at 457-1290. Three open lines open right now. Great opportunity to be part of today's legendary broadcast. Also, join me live and local at GardenTalkBlog.com. And also, check out my company website at www.weber with two Bs. 
landscaping.com on AM 1290 and News 95.7 on Dayton News and Talk Station. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.